Yo, this is Terry Whitfield for the Terry Whitfield Podcast Show, a.k.a. Yasha Ben Israel. Back at you one more again on the Terry Whitfield Podcast Show, a.k.a. Yasha Ben Israel Podcast Show. The place where we talk about things they don't want you to know and things that people don't like to talk about. The place where we prance through the smog just to glance through the fog. Today, I got my nigga P. Frown right here with us one more again. Yes, yes, I'm on. What it do, what it do, man? It's channel the show, man. What it do? Hey, just chillin', man. Just chillin'. Yeah, you know, I'm here, baby. You know, we in the city, baby. I'm here, baby. You know, you know, I would do all this well, you know? Yeah, I got you on the, on the, on the, on, uh, coming through the phone, so I, I, I'm not able to get the volume up like I want to, but fuck it, we in the house now. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, we gonna do what we gotta do, man. You already know it, baby. Be sad, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So man, what what is working like out there, man? I mean, tell me, tell me what's going on, man, on the motherfucking east side. What's happening in the motherfucking studio? You know what, what you got going on out here, my nigga? Oh man, you know, I got a big package, man. You know, uh, you know I'm uh, I'm just working, baby. You know, I stay working, man. You know, American made entertainment. You understand me? American made. Name of the album, you know what I'm saying? Once upon a time in America, baby, you already know it. Uh, the book, Heart of a Hustler, you know what I'm saying? Document, got you know, uh, the, you know this movie slash uh, uh, doc, doc, you know what they call that? And uh, the doc, you know, the whole, the whole, you know what I'm saying? The whole full, you know, full package, baby, and uh. You know how the East doing it, baby. You know, we, we out here, baby. You know, this the East side. You know how we do. You know, we, we hold it down, baby. It's like the sun shine, rise in the East, shine in the West. But it's Detroit, so you know what it is. You know, uh, it's a pandemic, baby. You gonna let them boys panic, baby. We gonna do what we do. Only real niggas get to complain, baby. So, once upon a time in America, give us a scoop, man. About what you talking about on that joint, man. That 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 damn title, bro, is helly. Oh, it's helly, yeah, son. You the, talking like you, you you on some historical type shit, you know? I be telling something. Mean, that's the only way. That's the only way. You know, I can go. You know, because I'm, you know, I'm history, so I gotta go. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like that, like that movie. You know what I'm saying? But it's more, uh, it's more like uh. On the, on the futuristic side, you know, the, the movie Once Upon a Time in America, Maximilian News and them and all, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. A lot of boys came up the same way we came up, you know. Uh, you know, we was all family, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like we wouldn't follow nobody, you know. Mike was my right hand, you know what I'm saying? That was my best friend since we was kids, since we were to the two, so, you know, on that note, and, you know, leave because, you know, that was mama, sister, son. It's all a family thing, tax, you know what I'm saying? All that, that's a family situation, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So, you know, we doing, I'm doing it more like, uh, on the movie side, it's going to be like that, but you know, the name of the movie, you know what I'm saying, make each other on the east side, you know what I'm saying? But it's going to be in that flavor, and then the songs, and you know, like I say, the, I'm born June the 14th, only in America, baby, you know what I'm saying? I'm like Don King, them too, you know? So, yeah. Yep, yep, you know, it's on that note, so, you know, it's gonna be more, you know, so, you know, let them know what the, what the deal is, what the, what the story was, and, you know, what it is not, 
some shit like that. You know? Now that's a beautiful thing. You did. That's a beautiful thing. You know, P. Frog, you need to come out here with a, with, with with a joint, man, and slap these boys upside the head. Let these let these young boys know how it really goes dizzy. <laughs> oh yeah, I, uh, you know I got something. I'm gonna sprinkle them man for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got uh, I got like a uh, something I'm gonna give away for you know like you know six seven songs each month. You know from here on out, October all the way on to the album drop. You know I ain't, it's coming soon. I just you know it's so much, man. It's like the memoir. The, Work hard of a hustler, you know what I'm saying? I had to, you know, I've been working on that for like, ah, man, at least 2015, 2016, but, you know, a lot of stuff popped off, so, you know, I had to, you know, just wait for a minute, you know, this pandemic and all. I was, I would have came out right when the pandemic, when it first came, and I was coming right then, but, all this stuff that popped off, so I had to lay back for a minute. Hey, hey, that, hey, that writing book, man. Hey, that's where it's at. Becoming an author. Now, now, that, 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 that's when you that's when you can say that you really is an author. Right, right. Yeah, you got hey, the pants on. Hey, hey, you remember that line right. Big Daddy Kane say, you know it's Big Daddy, you know it's in your father. And when you hear a death rhyme, Believe that I'm the author. I'm the author. <laughs> no, I go back like throwback. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's when you write, when you when you get to put that book down, dog. Hey, you can let these these niggas know. Hey, I'm the author. <laughs> yeah, you already know, baby. I'm the heart of the streets for sure. I'm, I am Detroit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, hey man, I'm good in the hood in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? These niggas know me from, you know, least not to sit out the ball, out the spot work. Cause you know, I, I go fuck with the bosses. Like, what's the deal? What's going on? What's popping? You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm good in the LA set. You know that I ain't got no bad, no bad blood with nobody really. You know what I'm saying? Like. So it's like, I, when I come, it's like, you know, I'm a, I got to move out the way for a minute. You know, if they don't move, I'm going to push them out the way. But, but that's, what ha- that's what happened when you become OG status, though. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, ain't no sense of being in the streets, man. You know, I mean, a lion can't be in the jungle if he ain't got no alpha in him, bro. Exactly, exactly. You know, I got a squad, like I say. American made entertainment, that's the label then, you know, the management company, you know what I'm saying? I respect my bag management. And you know, that's a, that that's what he gonna carry everybody, you know, that respect my bag management. So it's like, you know, they gotta talk to them people that ain't I, I ain't got too much to talk about. It's like it's already a it's, it's sealed and it's sealed it's, it's a sealed deal, you know what I'm saying? It's already you know, it's like I, I make classics, man. It's, it's hard to put up a lot of hits, man. You know what I'm saying? To go against a classic, man. You got to do a lot of shit, man. You know hey, what I'm saying? You know, and, and you know, you, you know, you talking to, you know, you talking to one of the, one of the originators of that rap shit, movie oh, yeah, shit. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, you know, you know, I know. You know, I mean, the movie. I, the, I'm gonna tell you, man. The movie did actually better than any of the shit that I ever did with the rap shit, and that, that was amazing to me. Right, yeah, I mean, you know, they done what they want for visual, you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, I was like, wow, all these years I fucked around and did all these fucking rap albums, and when the movie come out, I remember, I remember man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how, how that shit hit me like a ton of bricks, man. You know, when me and Max Law, Corey, you know, man, put that shit down, man, you know, we was just a bunch of motherfuckers with dreams and visions, and we knew who we were. We knew our talents. We knew our potentials and everything. 
you know, but we was just so used to working so hard and so, so much, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it just became, you know, one of those things. So when we did the movie, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, you talking about guys who got six, seven albums, they done pressed up on their own, you know, uh, Robbie Gutter, live action, nigga, yeah. all of us was in that movie, yeah. man, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I can tell you, Pete, I remember, man, you know, after the, the, with the deal I made, and you know, I, I had motherfuckers, man, not knowing who I was, I remember a time, man, I was on the motherfucking bus, man, and, and a guy, a guy happened to sit up there and say, hey, ain't you, uh, 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 the guy who played in that movie, Killing Your Enemy, such and such and such and such, man, that movie was funny, it was good, it was this, it was that, you know, and then he turned around and said, but what happened, why is you on the bus? <laughs> why, why, he, he kind of told you for a little, cause he, he trying to figure out why you at, What's up, hey, yes. uh, uh, hey, he made me figure this shit out. Like, goddamn, right. really, right? Why am I on the bus? If this movie out here banging like this, why the fuck am I on the bus? But that, that comes from, you know, it's like global development, man. You know, you gotta think. It, 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 you just can't transition from being a street cat and off the street and then just jump straight off into the industry and do something and, and expect for a person to just automatically know the business. You got to go through some changes. You got to go through, you know, a few, at least if not say changes, say some learning stages. You got to go through some things that yeah. you have to learn from. And then once we learn from these things and know the business, it's like, okay, yeah. now it's, you know. and then we in the technology age right now. So, and space age. It's like right now, you know what I'm saying? We can negotiate with any major label as long as we cross our teeth, got our eyes, and do what we got to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of our business phones right here. It's like, I got four five phones. All I, guess, business I guess what I'm trying to say is when you do something, you know, I mean, we can take it, like this show, for instance. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, we doing that, and and to us, it's nothing. You know, we used to working and putting in work. You know what I'm saying? You know, but... Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like... You know... You know, it, it, it's just that... I mean, I could just think of times with the rap albums, man. You know, basically... Uh, put like this. Put like this. When you do this type of shit, this shit is like 10 times bigger than you. Right. Always. And you got to look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Just think. Listen, let me, let me say this with you, though. Just think. Now, I've I, I been going in the studio since 88. Now, the, 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 the ch- and then I've been doing a lot. Of, I done did a lot of, you know what I'm saying, compilations and work with a lot of Detroit artists, you know what I'm saying, from, you know what I'm saying, Dynasty Society uh, to uh, live action, you know what I'm saying, to, uh, 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 to, to the uh, East Side Channel Boys on, on, on that note. Yeah. But, no, it took all the way to 2000, you know what I'm saying? So that was like, you know, but but the city heard us, you know what I'm saying? They know who I am, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's, city, that's like, Detroit. That's Detroit. Right. Detroit know who you is. Pete from Detroit know who you is. Because I, 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 I can tell you times, man, where I sat up there, press albums, and, you know, you know, when you out there on show mode, you dress up, you look live, you go out there, you do your thing. Uh-huh. And, and I remember one day, you know, my mom, she used to like to drink lots of beer. 
And I would fuck around, man, and take like $30 worth of bottles to the motherfucking store to get them out of her house and shit. Yeah, and one day, this, one day this cat sat up there and caught me, you know what I'm saying, chingling these motherfucking big ass bags in the motherfucking store. He was like, hey man, you Detroit Red. Man, I know who you is. Such and such and such and such. And he just couldn't understand why is you carrying these bottles. All I'm trying to say is that when we do this shit, this shit is much bigger than us. We think we're just normal, everyday cats. But as, as we do God's will and, and exercise our talents, it, it enlarges us. You, you understand what I'm saying? And it makes us bigger than what we are. Uh, and, and and that's something that a lot of these young cats don't understand. Right, but you heard my nigga Dougie Fresh back then. He's like the only star I know is in the sky. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it's like this with me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm Detroit, so it's like, it's not a store in Detroit that I ain't been in. The cow there, the a they know me, man. I'm going that motherfucker. I'm not really buying shit, man. I already got the shit at the house. I might go on that motherfucker, dog. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I go in the snowball. Hey, Pete Frazy, they see you on YouTube. They see you on TV and shit. Right. And then when they see the real you just in everyday life action, they don't understand. They like, but they do this. You, yeah, we real humans, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm like, well, like my nigga E40 said, I'm like a terabyte, man. I'm a real android. Like, they want to make a movie and an action figure out of me, man. They know, <laughs> they know, nah, square banner, they been trying to get, they be trying to get in touch with me, man. I've been moving, because, you know, I was on the run 15 years, eight, 15 years, eight months. So I really man, I was on the run 20, nigga. Like, 20, you know 25. You know, federal and state. So it's like, you know, I, could, I wasn't supposed to be in the video. I ain't even gonna lie. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that wife say, man, I'm like, I, I'm asking help. You know, when they call me, because I'm really on the block. I'm on the block playing chess, me and my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Drinking on a couple beers, smoke square, just chilling. I'm blowing my weed, but you know, my niggas call, they call and say the video, bam. I don't even know. We had, they had stack house I was already. You know, they pull up, you know what I'm saying? Throw me some, you know, all type of little retarded shit, you know, watching. All kind of stupid shit, oh, yeah. cards and shit. But you know we already got that shit laying around anyway. You know, yeah, I gave stack. I gave I gave stack a, a copy of that joint on my last album that you was on with me. Okay, okay. okay yeah, okay, I gave old stack house one of the motherfuckers. Uh, uh, we happened to bump into each other on the east side at one of these little party stores and shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, I appreciate that. And then, you know, like I say, I, you know, I, I, I get to the video shoot, you know, I get out there fucking, you know what I'm saying, Stackhouse House out there, you know, I'm messing with his nephew and them, we out there, you know, keeping. But I tell wife, I said, I don't get in this video, my niggas. And, you know, I'm on the run. He on the run, too. He busts out laughing like, nigga, the police, the one, the cameraman. I say, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. And see, that was, see, y'all, 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 see, that's the thing, see, the thing with you, boy, was, see, you knew you was on the run. And see, I didn't know I was on the run. I just got the fuck on, and I thought I had got away with some shit. Right, right, That was the difference with me. You know, I thought that naturally, oh, that's been swapped. Because I done been in jail a thousand times, man. And the motherfucking police never pull up none of this heinous shit. I was going through the same thing. I I, I didn't even even got back out so fast. 
on the precinct tip, man, it was like, by the time they did figure it out, you know what I'm saying, I was gone, you know what I'm saying, I had got arrested a few times, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, you know, like, but you know, me, it's like, you know, I'm gone body with it too, you know what I'm saying, it's like, I stand on my square at all times, so I don't fear nothing, you know what I'm saying, I know a lot of, like, in my first case, I'm gonna tell you how silly this shit will with me. And this is this is this is something for these young niggas out here in these streets, man. Y'all boys out here doing shit. Don't think y'all got away with nothing, man. These, these, these white motherfuckers nah. is real sophisticated, nah. man. Yeah, they yeah, they sophisticated. So you gotta have some swift. Hey, look, when I was out making them albums and shit, man, I'm talking about at the height of it. I done fucked around, man, and. Dear, uh, 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 I mean, I didn't, the, the, the cases on the record, the shit, you know, I didn't beat the cases and this and that, but yeah, I done fucked too, around man. and did, man, I done fucked around and did a motherfucker home invasion with, with two counts of assault with a deadly weapon, my nigga. Yeah. I done went up in these motherfucking people's crib, man, going to go do something bad, you hear me? Yes, yes. And I thought I got away, son. Yes. I thought the fuck I got away That's for about 20 God. years. I'm talking about That's I went to jail for weed, traffic tickets, I mean, all kinds of fights and shit. I mean, with, with, with me and them niggas, with, with me and fam, you know fam, I ain't gonna throw, throw fam name out there, but you know fam and shit. We out in the hood getting in the street battles with motherfuckers because Niggas want to smoke and, and, and make a couple of dollars off some weed and all that kind of shit. Right, right. Man, I'm talking about real street beefs, nigga. Real street beefs. You know, and, and I never go to, I mean, none of this shit never come up. I fuck around and something happened where I get a call, man, about somebody is fucking with some people that I love. So I happened to call myself sliding through. And it was a setup. When I, slid, when I slid through, 5-0 flicked me, and I had that pistol. Right, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so the bottom line is, uh, I, I goes to jail, P-Freezy. Now, I'm up in this bitch, chilling. Hey, we all on the podcast. We having the ball, you know. But I'm just trying to say, I can see all y'all folks. Don't think y'all got away with nothing. I'm up in jail, like, 20 years later, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm thinking that, fuck it, I just got caught with a pistol. All that stuff, all that stuff, help me back, my guy. Hey, look, I'm like, I just get caught with a pistol, and, uh, fuck it, I'll be out, this, that, my first offense. Nigga, they kept me in that bitch for about four days, and when I saw that judge, this motherfucker say, <laughs> the, the pistol wasn't even the case. This nigga brought up some shit from about 25 years ago. I'm like, oh no! They don't even have you face the football numbers, dog. Yeah, that's how I mean. You know, and, but my thing is, you know, motherfuckers. You know, you can think how you can you you you, you in these streets, man, and you can you think you comfortable out here. You think you doing nah, shit. That ain't the wild. That ain't the wild. Yeah, man. you think you doing shit, man. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> a thousand and one things you can do out here right now, man. Make sure you can, you know, survive and, you know, get some money. It's just unfortunate enough to get through the storm. You know what I'm saying? Well, you too as well. But my thing is, like you said, it's like, I can't help me back. You know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 Fraud, I'm trying to say, if you'd have caught me back then when I'd have did the shit, 
I oughta been, oughta did the time and been out, even now today. Why? Why? You catch me when I'm like 45 motherfucking years old and then throw me like 30. You gonna Bill Cosby me? What the fuck? You gonna wait till I'm old as a motherfucker and then slap these big ass numbers on me? That's how they do, baby. You know, they got that, that, uh, that new Jim Crow, baby. You know, the, the but yeah, today, today, and because of what's going on, America needs work, man. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean if, if you want to get some money in America, you can get some bread. Hey, you, hey, we built this, we built the city on our back, the, I mean, the country on our back. So yeah. now we got, you know what I'm saying, rebuild it again. It ain't hard to do. And, and, she, need, and, she, need, and she needs us to rebuild this motherfucker again. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, she so, did, yeah, you know, you know, if you're a felon and all this type of shit, you know, don't let America, that, though. don't let that hold you back from getting your bread uh, out here. No, but not just America either, though. You know what I'm saying? The whole world, man. You know what I'm saying? Need healing. That's Mother Earth. You know what I'm saying? So she needs some healing. And being in the same token. And you can, see, my thing is this, man. I like this coming up. You know, if you want to change something, change yourself. But if you want to help something, you know what I'm saying? Just start small, you know what I'm saying? Do some of the smallest things it is in life. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be, you know, just plan your ties yourself for sure. But do some of the smallest things in life that you can, you know, just look at it. It ain't even got to be you looking at it. It can be somebody else, you know, hey. something good, some positive, and somebody else see it. Or you might can look back at it and see it again. That ain't help you build more. Hey, back to this hip-hop shit, though. You know, hey, nigga, hey, I was, I was out here in the street thugged out like a motherfucker, man, and none of that, none of that shit into my music, nigga. I used to go to the studio to make rhymes and, and shit, you know, and, and the studio wasn't just the release and the escape for me, man. Right. Y'all niggas came, hey, y'all niggas came to the motherfucking studio with the hood, nigga. Y'all brought the hood straight to that motherfucker. Say all you need is to try to do yeah, y'all was y'all was y'all was like y'all was like that's why man y'all 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 was like that cross that 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 crossroad group man. You know, well, I'm gonna tell you when I when I first started recording rap rap songs, man, I was like 12 or 13 years old. You talking about like 1984, bro? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? I, nigga, I've been right. rapping long as the longest, oldest rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when, yeah, and when I first went into when I first went into the studio, we these niggas were dealing with like big ass real to real recorders, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's how I was when I got there. 
Yeah, ADATs and DATs and shit like that. Shit that, that these young people don't know about. Or even a phone track recorder. Oh, man. You I know, we tried music going there, dog. And it'd be one button, dog. I swear to God, we hit the new button one time. We couldn't figure that shit out. We just see you know, man, boys, man. We couldn't figure that shit out, man. I swear to God, dog. But damn, man. It took us, literally, man. It took us about 90 days, man. And then one day we just went in there and was like, and we kept coming in, like, on our session, we used to buy the little blocks. You know what I'm saying? Like 10 hour blocks every Sunday. Yeah. And then we used to go in that motherfucker. Then one day we just went in there and was like, damn, we hit the button. Uh, he was like, Dad, that was the mute button the whole time. <laughs> I had this, I had this homie, man, back in the black bottom. I would say about 1985, uh, uh, 1985, maybe 86, some shit around there. It was it was me, it was it was a bunch of young guys that 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 we we started off as break dancers and shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's actually what right, right around the time like when Breaking One came out. Right, Breaking and Beat Street. Yeah, and Beat Street. And I'm gonna tell you a story, okay? And it's a hip hop story. It's a hip hop historical story. It was this guy, and we, and we was all a little break dancers, and we had the coldest break dancers squad in the hood, but I could never break dance, man. The only thing I could do was like wave and pop and pop and tick and shit. But when it came to spinning and windmill and all that shit, I couldn't do it. The other cats, you know, was doing that shit. And they had the hottest squad around, and they would be challenging guys. Yeah, I mean, we would be like at the park and this and that. That's how I got into the hip-hop shit. Now, White was beatbox, baby. That's beatbox Tom. Yeah. I went to rapper. We were walking everywhere, dog. Me, him, uh, two more of my cats, Shannon, Bill, Dewey. It might be, you know what I'm saying, Lil' Steve, uh, uh, Boy Black, you know what I'm saying, Black with Mark. We, we go, and niggas challenging on all type of shit, flipping. You talking about Eastside Black, Black over there? Yeah, your Cheddar Boy Black. You know, yeah. We, we, we on these niggas' ass on everything. Our crew was retarded. Like, we, we challenged niggas. We used to walk. Like eight mile niggas across Jefferson, shit like that. Hey, challenge niggas hood to hood. Like, bitch, you want to do rap? You know, cause white would be beatboxing, and I'd be rapping. And they, you never, you would never guess who this squad was that I'm talking about. And you know all these niggas. Who was the squad? Terrence Fleming, Larry Lumpkin, oh, okay, Christopher Price, aka DJ, the original crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're my niggas out there. That's who I started hip-hop with. And, and, and because I couldn't motherfucking break dance, I started rapping. And Terrence was already rapping. That's how he, that's how he smooth was. That's what he did. He, yeah. He, when we went to the studio, dog, I swear to God, we gonna see Jewel, man. This cat named Jewel. I knew, I knew Jewel. Jewel, you, old Jewel used to walk around with yep. the big-ass motherfucking Gucci chains, so sick. Yeah, I, I used uh, to I used to fuck some of Jewel Jewel hoes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, first time I go first time I go meet him, uh, <laughs> I uh I go to the uh you know I ain't never met Jewel dog. I just I I used to fuck bitches that used to fuck with that nigga. <laughs> yeah, I went to the uh to the stove. You know what I'm saying? Back then it's like you know stop at the stove, grab a pad of pins. 
know, and we walk in that bitch the first, you know, on the way to the studio. Cause I'm so my my my, my I'm, I'm thankful and humble, you know, for my for my gift and my talent. But I, you know, I'm so into what I do and type of individual I am. It's just like I wrote the rhyme on the way going to the studio. Like I ain't even I wrote that bitch down just to just like my third time probably going in the studio. Hey. So it goes with this bitch. Hey, do you remember the first the first rap song you ever wrote, P? Yeah, hell yeah, bro. I, I damn know all my shit. Like, hey, what like, what what era was that shit in, like, when you wrote it? Like, was it in, like, the Curtis Blow era, the no, LL Cool J Run DMC no, my, my, era? My, my, my the, the DMC era in the LL, you know, the 86 shit. Okay. Know, you know See, see, so, so you were learning rhyme and hip-hop simultaneously. Right, like... I mean, not, not rhyme and hip-hop, rhyme in the streets simultaneously. Right, because it's, yeah. like, it's more like... That's why y'all music was so cut up like that, too. Right, like, all my... Majority of what I'm saying is, like, certain rhymes that I say, man, is really all facts, and it's like, this is some shit I really yeah. did. Or my niggas was doing this shit, we was doing this shit, and it's, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. And, like, I ain't lying at 85%. I'm telling you 100%. Yeah. I'm like, like, you know what I'm saying, when I, when I get, it's, it, 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 it ain't hard to write when it's all facts. Yeah. See, the thing you with, the thing, the thing with me, with uh, why that shit didn't enter into my music, because... I think I had the desire to rap first. And the street shit was just the reality that I just didn't give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? Well, you I, know. Mean, I, I, I know where you coming from because I, 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 you know, I had them same feelings. Because, you know, when we're like, because I come, like I said, I'm like coming in that concert. I'm coming careless, wondering. Yeah, you know. You know. And so, they helped, and, so, and that shit that they was coming with kind of helped you escape. The, the, what you was going through in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Right, but it was a transition, though. You got to think. Yeah. You know, that, I, you know all that self-destruction and the West Side Story and all that. My baby ain't never did nothing to nobody. But that motherfucker followed the leader. <laughs> Ooh. Right. Yeah. You know that was. You know, Rakim, like, you know that he like a, a, a different kind. Of like, I'm more like that because I was rapping before my time too. Like, even even back then, I still was the big home. On the rap tip, did it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Even when I come in, it's like, because I'm a little older than, you know what I'm saying, a few of the cats. So, but then I'm coming in like, I'm seasoned already. Like, like I really mastered this shit. Like, it ain't no, it's like, you know, I, I ain't, you know, the type of nigga that, that battle a nigga, but any nigga want it, can get it. Like, nigga, I just <laughs> Like, you feel me? But it's like, that ain't what I do. That ain't what I, I'm into my craft so much to where it's, I just, I like my music. Like, I like it so much. And then, 
I'll be wanting to critique it and do it a certain kind of way. Yeah. You know, you know what I used to do? I used to I used to take my favorite lyrics and I would take it to different producers and have like about three or four different versions of that song. You know, that's that's how the Chatterboy verse was. You know, you know, you know that it's, it's like three or four versions of it. You know what I'm saying? Coming from three, four different producers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just, it just, Fucking trunk and shit. Yeah, but see when you lose that fire, you gotta have that passion. 
in that fine. See, I, I don't never lose the pride. And that's why I be having up with a problem coming in there when I do music with certain tests. Because it's like, I'm a businessman. And it's like, you know, some of you, then it's like, vice versa. Some of you don't even have their business together. And I've been in business shit and get paid. And yeah. they're and see when the and see and the way I was doing the shit, it, it, it see I lost the fire, man. Be, uh, and I'm gonna tell you why. How I lost the fire because of niggas like y'all. Y'all niggas came out in the game so motherfucking hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? It made me feel like it made me feel it made me feel like what I was doing. Y'all niggas didn't have to go out there on the streets and sell records. You know what I'm saying? I actually had to stand out on the street. And sell my motherfucking records myself. Like a dope man sell dope. Yeah, yeah, you gotta do something. Other than that, these records ain't gonna move. You know what I'm saying? They can't move. And you know, I don't have nobody backing me. That was the only way that I could do this shit. And at some point, man, the time, man, that shit start getting discouraging. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, because you gotta do too much. You gotta work hard. I'm one of my niggas for Poe. Poe saying he wanted to. Yeah, I know. I know, motherfucking Poe. My nigga Poe, he wanted to go out at Universal one time, and they, they like, nigga, you ain't supposed to be here telling us where your manager. You got everything together, but you ain't got your manager. Like, you ain't supposed to be talking to us. You talking about old Poe Mirador, boss over there? We kept our street team, you know, so even right now, like, you know, I still work, that's why I was like once upon a time in the neck, I still run with my same niggas, I'm with the same clique, you know what I'm saying, I ain't never switching up, like, these my niggas, like, some of them I might not fuck with, that they busy, I'm busy, or, you know, shit like that, or, you know what I'm saying, we don't need to be just like, nigga, I see you when I see you, or, you know, what up, what up, you know, you eat what you live, and I'm eating, I ain't got no problem with that, you know what I'm saying, I ain't, I ain't no shortage of those on this, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I think that, I think that, it, it, see, I, if I had a team with me, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, you dealing with a cat that had to make his own music, run his own record label, who had to, and I got burnt out, bro. I just got burnt all the way the fuck out. After about seven times, eight times of doing this shit, I, I, I couldn't do it no more, bro. Burnt yourself out, see? Yeah, and then you talk about I would take I would do shit like take my income tax check, you know what I'm saying? And go and I take three, four, five thousand dollars and send it to disc makers. Yeah, yeah, back then, see we yeah, I know what you're saying to me back then. We ain't had a hug. We didn't we gonna do this the first time, but then, you know, after that then we start getting, you know, little house, you know, sick people that was pressing them CDs. So whatever, hey, thanks to y'all boys. Y'all boys brought that in-house game. Y'all boys made people, it made niggas really believe in rapping. You know, but it was, it, with, with a cat like me, man, coming up the way that I came up in the game, you know, it, it, it was pretty much like, I mean, this shit, the way these boys doing it now is very easy. And I'm like, wow, I spent all these thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in studio yeah, time. Yeah, but it was the timing. It's the timing with, with a lot of these cats right now. That's another thing with us. See, we go, we did, you know what I'm saying, do what we, we did, you know what we did, but it was more like our timing was still off, too, because it was a transition. So when we couldn't, you know what I'm saying, keep up with the transition due to the fact, the beef, and then you got... Kwame ain't going through this shit. We put a black eye on the city. The whole oh man, back. they ain't want to even get nobody no money at first. They like fuck. Hey, me. I think I think Awesome Drake did that, man. 
You know, see, I would tell you a little something. This go back before Kwame. You know, Awesome Dre was one of the first guys to gain some attention from Detroit yeah, as far as making rap records. Awesome Dre, I mean, a bunch of cats, you got my man's number. Hey, look, well, Awesome Dre did something. What the boys that went to jail, what the niggas that went to jail, they had the dope You talk about rap mafia. Yeah, you know, we had them niggas, we had... Yeah, and see, Dre, see, I'm going to tell you what, Dre put, I think Dre put a black out on Detroit, because back at, back at the time, Dre got, Dre actually got signed with Interscope, and they didn't pay, somehow, you know, Dre was waiting around for his money, and they never gave him that damn check. So Dre, Dre got on the fucking plane, man, and flew all the way to motherfucking Interscope, and went in there and told that motherfucking place up. You hear me? Yeah, see, that, you know, and then, you know, they know we these niggas too. That's another thing. You know, we we get frightened. Yeah, and you know, and also Dre was a conscious rapper. He was he was from the days of where I was from, where niggas wasn't really rap. Mafia was the only niggas out here talking that kind of shit back then. You know, Dre was just a regular conscious. Rapper motherfucker, but right, right, yeah. his street mentality, his real life Detroitism, you know, and y'all niggas ain't got my money. I don't give a fuck about this. That book, man, that nigga went to throwing chairs through motherfucking right. windows, and, and and that really put a big black, and that made that made the industry scared of Detroit people for years. I mean, because he wasn't even talking that old hard, hard shit in his raps. You know what I'm saying? But in real life, they was playing with his money. That man went up in there like he wasn't playing. Oh, yeah, you know, that's how that goes, man. You know, it's like us, like, you know, we niggas are trying to bootleg our CDs. Nigga, we was on the niggas here, like, we had cassettes and CDs, like, like I said, the shit was a transition. She was going out and other shit was making, you know, was coming in. Cassettes was going out, CDs was coming in. CDs going out at the same time, digital shit popping up. So it was like, we was going through that transition too, again, plus the beat. But we was like, shit. Nick couldn't even see me. Nick couldn't bootleg our CD. We went around the bitch and jumped on all type of niggas. Some on East, West, West, East, Highland Park, North Hand, Southwest. I don't know the fuck where they was at. Y'all niggas had that squad. Y'all had that squad and that paper. <laughs> you already know that for sure. Hey, y'all niggas had that. Y'all, see, like I said, y'all are different from us. We we were more street niggas on the outside and want to be rappers. That's what we wanted to be. Y'all niggas was rappers and thug niggas and just, y'all didn't give a fuck about whether that shit leaked over. You know what I'm saying? Y'all hoped it did, you know? And, 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 and that was, and that has set a real, real cornerstone in Detroit hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You know, other than what the guys that we talked about, Jewel and you know Dre and 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 B Def Poncho, you know Cats, you know uh, Merciless Amir, you know unless we talk about them cats, these new cats don't know about the history of Detroit hip hop, man. Oh yeah, yeah, we gotta get them little big flowers. Doc they- Chill, you know. Oh, Doc, for sure. Yeah, they come on, niggas. I, I, uh, Derek Palmer, the same you know. Doc, Doc come up under the same, uh, same uh, umbrella, too. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? But Doc was only at the same studio. You know, that we made all that telephone shit in. You know, Doc, he was the same. He used all the same equipment. That's just the shit still a bit now. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 back in the day, them cats, the cats tried to used to get me to fuck with them hollow point niggas. 
but I never will fuck with them cats, you know. Uh, uh, a big Hank, you know, big ass Hank, they used to do the rap, they had to deal with Def Jam, you know. I, I just didn't want to, uh, uh, somehow I believed that, th- I didn't know that the music industry was the way that it really was, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know it was a cutthroat industry, you know, you know, and I didn't, I didn't come at it with that, I just came at it with just raw talent, in the best music that almost kind of like my uncle did. And that's the reason why my uncle became a legend, but uh, his music, uh, you know, Rita Franklin sung his music at the, in the all, when she was doing the gospel festival up under the Obama administration in the White House, she did all Thomas Whitfield music. But my uncle didn't get none of the music that should match up to his legacy. I mean, none of the money. Okay, okay, I understand what you're saying. You understand? Uh, most of the people, like I say, that I came up with, we just did that because that's just naturally what we did. You know, right, right. we would have never had, we the shit was, what we, we, it was bigger than us. Right. You know, and, and a lot of us didn't understand that. You know what I'm saying? You know, the shit was way, way, way bigger than us. It was like that, it was, it was like that with us as well, but, you know, from this, you know, uh, you know, yo, we was more like, well, right now, I can say this, I'm catching up with the money too, like, you know, like I ain't, my, 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 my legacy and, and the money had to catch up with each other. Yeah. You know and it just that's why I say I'm blessed just to be around and be able to be able to leave it. You know, just, just be here, man, just to you know, be able to put the other package together, put this package together, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, you know, I got a four in one paint, you know, like, you know, the, the doc, the, the slash movie, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the book with the album, you know what I'm saying? The album gonna be a nice package. I really don't wanna, you know, leave too much for us on the album right now, but you know, it's, it's going to be a nice package, you know, like I say, it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to be, you know what I'm saying, but they've been looking for, then, you know, the city, they want to be one. Hey, P. Freezy, I think my money beat my legacy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, you. My, leg, my rap legacy, it, 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 I mean, it was, it, it, it just never got that. Outside of, you know, a certain era, my legacy would be lost. You know what I'm saying? Like I was saying, if it wasn't for cats like me and you talking about guys like me, original crew, and uh, uh, you know, my nigga Drew them, you know, and all of this, if it wasn't for uh, us talking about these cats, that legacy would be lost, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm glad you came on my show, baby. I'm here for sure, and I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, having me on here. I'm just saying, you know, we, we the type of, like, me and you and other cats like us, man, I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's more like, I ain't gonna let nobody die, man, on the phone. I'm gonna get all these boys they flowers. That's you why I said, You know, Pete Frown, I was old stuck-up nigga, man. You know, I didn't want to, I'm like, oh, put my music... All these thousands I done spent on these records, and you talking about put my shit on on the internet for free? Oh no! <laughs> you gonna have to pay me at least five dollars to hear this fucking album. <laughs> and, 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 and somehow that got played out. 
You know what I'm saying? Because people wouldn't buy records and albums anymore. And I'm like, man, okay, we done went from the full track to the motherfucking real to reels to the dats to the a dats. It's like you motherfuckers is constantly rearranging the game. You know, I mean, they didn't. I mean, they didn't made it to the point to now where you ain't even get you, what. No, your form don't even matter no more. You ain't selling records, CDs. I mean, none of that shit. You know, I mean, they kept doing that because guys like us was becoming stars. Right, because... Without them. Exactly, and then it's a, it's a, it's a more like a, you know, uh, throwaway guys type thing. Like, we got some throwaway niggas, man. We can throw this nigga away, bring another nigga in. We can make this nigga clone this nigga, do that. <laughs> you know, all that type of shit in the place, so... I end up paying for that dearly. You know what I'm saying? All my albums, I still got them. And I never put near one of them on the web. And today, I wish that all of them was on the web. I mean, I wish all of them was on YouTube. But when, when, when I had the opportunity to put that shit on YouTube and to actually make a difference, I didn't want to do it. Ain't that something? Because I, I'm like, nigga, every time I sell one of these records, I get five, 10, maybe $15. Why the fuck I want to give my music away for free? You know, I didn't see the bigger picture. Right, you didn't see, and, and, and that's the thing, you got to move with the time, like, even right now it's a transition in the game. So a person got to know, like, we're doing a podcast right now, everything visual is different. So you got to be flexible like water, you got to be able to, you know, get in, like, I guess where you fit in that, or you know, make a line. Hey, what I didn't know, is what Yak did. You know, I took Yak. We only got about 10 more minutes left and then we're going to have to shut it out. But old, old Yak, you know what I'm saying? I took that boy when he was a young guy, a teenager. And I think, I met him when I did like my second, my first. I, I had a couple singles and EPs already floating around in, in the city. When I did my first album, that was around the time I met Yak. He was a young teenage guy, you know what I'm saying? And he was he was young, hot with the times, you know. And when he would make his beats, he'll tell you, he would make his beats and shit. And I I, I liked him. I knew he was going somewhere because he had this, but a lot of his beats was out of key. And I taught him how to make his beats and put his shit in the key. You know what I'm saying? And and he learned that craft. And okay, bam, okay, this guy's really nice now. And I think I had him to produce a couple tracks on a couple albums of mine. I think he produced that track that me and you and, and Leek and Ad rapped on. Yeah, he produced that track. I mean, that boy ended up becoming fire. But because he was young and innovative and thought differently than me, because I was much older than them, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, Today, that boy fucked around and, you know, the movie that me and all of the shit that he learned from me, how to record and, 
and, and, and, and make records and make movies. He was right there watching me and Corey New do this shit. In fact, Yak introduced me to Corey. You know, but today, Yak fucked around and put that movie Snake out on YouTube and fucked around and changed that boy's whole motherfucking world. You hear me? Yeah, that's While I'm sitting up there talking about, I ain't putting my music out for free. Y'all got to pay me for it. You got to give him something. That's why I told y'all I'm giving him something like You know, and I'm going to tell you, don't do like I did. Talk, I'm talking that shit of, hey, nigga, hey, my record cost. You got to pay me to hear my record. You know, all that big willy shit and fucked around and missed the whole fucking gravy train. You know what I'm saying? Put that shit on the web. Put it on, put it out there. You know, let the world, hey, hey, every fucking chance you get, you know, put that shit out there. You know, I never knew that, that you, that motherfucker, you can get rich off YouTube. And I'm just saying, that's just one social. You can get rich off all of them. Oh yeah. Acres, 
Anchor's giving me the head up red light. I guess they're telling us the, tab, uh, the tab is about to shine. But this is Terry Whitfield, a.k.a. P. Frow. Yes, that's the channel for show. Oh, boy. Right with me. Yeah. A.k.a. Yasha Ben Israel. Getting ready to close out for the Terry Whitfield Yasha Ben Israel podcast show. The place where we talk about things that they don't want you to know and things that people don't like to talk about. Signing out. I'm out of here. Mad love. Mad love. Uh, for sure.